Hi everyone, this is Happiest, episode number 39, Stop, Drop, and Roll, Start, Lift, and Grow. I'm your host, Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very thankful member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. Last time we talked about how learning to control fear in your life can add more of the happy to your life. Today, we are going to talk about what to do when the unexpected fiery trials come into your life and how to prepare ahead of time using life's emergency drills. So each new year as a teacher, one thing we would always do would be to practice our emergency drills. In a school of so many students, it is always important to practice for the what-ifs. Because in the event of an actual emergency, the failure to know what to do could cause the greater problem. One year, along with a new class of 7th graders, the fire alarm bell went off. As soon as it did, all of my students stopped and looked right at me to see what they should do. I told them that was the fire alarm and that they should leave everything at their desk and then line up at the door to evacuate the building. Now, the interesting thing was, being in seventh grade, these students had practiced fire drills many, many times through their school years, kindergarten all the way through sixth grade. They knew what to do, and without being panicked, they soon lined up, just as we had practiced before, so we could get outside safely. However, This fire drill was a little bit different this time. As soon as we stepped out into the hallway, we could actually smell smoke. Then, even though we had practiced so many times before, they turned to me and asked, Mrs. Chattis, is this a real fire? I told them I honestly wasn't sure, and then I asked them, What would you do if it was real? And I was so surprised when one of them turned around and said, run. In a school of so many students, panicking and running down the hall could cause the bigger problem. After we were outside, we found out that the fire alarm had gone off because someone had burned popcorn in the faculty room microwave. But I took this opportunity to retrain my big 7th grade students on the purpose of practicing fire drills. We had a much needed discussion on the why and then talked about the reason running out of a school in an emergency with so many other students running could be very dangerous. Besides fire drills in school, we also practice through the year what to do for many other types of emergencies, and my students became good at knowing what to do in case any of the emergencies ever were real. 
Do you remember school and your own emergency drills? Do you know the emergency slogans to help you remember what to do? If there is lightning, you would see a flash and then dash inside fast. If there's an earthquake, you are taught to drop, cover, and then hold on. And if your clothes are on fire, we learned to stop, drop, and roll. In school, my students learned what to do if there ever was an emergency. In this school called life, there may also come unexpected emergencies that can creep into our day and deliver shipments of difficulties, challenges, and fiery trials that we had never planned on. Life's emergencies come in all shapes and sizes, but for all of us, they come. Earth, life's emergencies may come in the form of hardships, when what we were hoping for were nice ships and soft ships instead. They may come in the form of predicaments, bumpy roads, and sharp turns, when what you were hoping for were paved roads, smooth sailing, and no more road construction up ahead. They may come in the form of calamity, mishap, and misfortune that can leave you at the bus stop of missed expectations with your suitcases packed full of insecurity, self-doubt, and uncertainty. Elder Neil L. Anderson taught, Trials will be trying. With faith comes trials of faith. There may be anguish, confusion, sleepless nights, and pillows wet with tears, but our trials need not be spiritually fatal. Do you have an emergency trial preparedness plan for your life? What do you have planned when those fiery trials come and interrupt your day? Instead of stop, drop, and roll, Today, we are going to learn how to start, lift, and grow. One year, while I was teaching third grade at McKinley, we added to our list of emergency drills another type of drill called What to Do If the Lights Go Out Drill. My classroom back then was in the corner of the school with no outside windows. If the lights ever went out, as it did often one year, my students were left standing in total darkness. So instead of 28 wide-eyed, frightened third graders stumbling over chairs and desks to find their way to the door, we started practicing lights-out drills. And instead of stop, drop, and roll, we used the slogan, stop, freeze, and listen. I wanted to teach them to trust me. I will keep them safe. And I will find the light and then guide them to the light outside. You have a Father in heaven and a Savior who wants you to trust them too. They love you. They are guiding you. Regardless of where you are in your life today, they know you. They see you trying. They want you to stop, freeze, and listen 
because they have the light that will lift you out of darkness and guide you safely to light and joy. Why do we need to be prepared in our lives when trials come? The reason is because down is the opposite of lift, and lifted up is the place where our spirits can grow. You are a child of light, living in a world where there is darkness. You are not meant to shrink in this world. You are meant to shine. You are powerful beyond measure. It is your light, not your darkness, that will enlighten this world. Yet in the very middle of this school called life, there will be some days when shining seems far away. Trials can come to all of us, but we need not let trials cause permanent casualties. The adversary would want your light to not shine in this world. He is hoping that when challenges come into your life, the lights in your eyes will be dimmed and your footsteps toward good will be halted. His goal is for you to feel small and insignificant in a world of opportunity and possibility. He wants you to quit, to not grow, and to not learn. I have a very dear, sweet, wonderful family friend who has lived her life with many, many challenges. She is a wife and a mother to five beautiful children and is currently fighting the battle of her life. I love her strength and the light she gives to the world through her determination, her fortitude, her faith, and her words. This is what she wrote on Facebook one day. Dear self, go ahead, cry it out. Please don't be scared of this part. You've got to mourn the picture of the life you thought you were going to have. Grieve the invincibility that was yours and is no longer available. Soak the pillow, blankets, clothes, and the ground where you are. And then, then, when all of that has washed out and the stillness settles in like it is right now, you will realize that you are still here. All of that pain was just a version of the future you were set on. What are the pieces of you that stick around? Pieces of strength, pieces of faithful, pieces of hopeful, brave, focused, wife, mother. Then Christ comes along and gathers those shattered pieces and molds something new and beautiful and perfect, not because you are perfect, but because he is perfect. I don't know what lies ahead. None of us do. Don't waste any more time throwing a fit about it. It's time to come up with new plans. You're going to want to stay awake for this one. This is where it gets really, really good. This is the ride I was born to take. Hashtag because of him. Hashtag come unto Christ. Hashtag the view from here project. End quote. 
when your day is down, when difficulties come and your life feels low, grab onto your emergency trial preparedness plan. And instead of stop, drop, and roll, remember, start, lift, and grow. Number one, start. Start counting blessings. All the things you have to be thankful for. The more opportunities for positivity we see, the more grateful we become. Psychologists have found that there are few things in this life that are as essential to our well-being as gratitude is. And I love that. And I think that is so powerful. There are few things in this life that are as essential to our happiness as gratitude is. Studies have shown that people who are consistently grateful are more energetic, more emotionally intelligent, more forgiving, and less likely to be depressed, less likely to be anxious, less likely to feel alone. Go get out your gratitude journal again and start adding today's positives that you can give thanks for. Number two, be lifted. Look for the moments in your life that have lifted you and then expect your life to have more of those lifted moments in the future. The more your brain picks up on the positive moments around you, the more you will expect this trend to continue and the more lifted you will be. When you live your life armed with positivity, you will stay more open to possibility, priming yourself to get ready to feel lifted actually tells your brain to see the positives in your life more. Number three, grow. Life is for learning and growing. Everything in life, no matter what you do, has a lesson to be learned from it. In every life, in one way or another, we all experience mistakes, obstacles, failure, and disappointment. But with every setback comes opportunity for learning or growth that can teach ourselves to see and take advantage of life's learning. When you are challenged with something hard, when you are sailing along on life's billows and all around you is tempest-tossed, there is a quiet place between discouragement and a place to learn and grow, a place between despair and prayer, a place only you and your Father and Heaven can go. Stop there and freeze for a time there and then listen to Him there. That is where you will find your faith. That is where you will find your courage. And that is where you will find your foundation for growing. That is where you will be able to rise above whatever challenge life dispenses out to you. What are you doing in your life to keep your soul alive? 
It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar, and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together we are out to find the happy. Thanks for listening again today, and get ready to start, lift, and grow. Go get your notebook. But this time, instead of writing 10 things you are grateful for, Instead of writing 10 good things that happened to you today, write 10 things that have happened to you in your life that were hard, challenges that you didn't even expect to have come into your life, and then write what you gained from those challenges. How did they make you stronger, braver, better? Look to your life and then start, lift, and grow in it. Bye for now. See you next time.